Citizens, you're now trapped in a nerd cage with your hosts Mark and Jay. We hope you have a smashing good time. Yeah. <laughs> yes, hello and welcome. That's right, you're trapped in Nerd Cage Live. This ain't just a uh, reaction show, but a debate show and a live discussion on everything that makes people like you and I tick. So thank you for joining us today. I am your co-host, Jay St. G, coming to you live from Syracuse, New York, and always with me, my man, The Fiend, from Louisville, Mark Withers. What's shaking, boss? Hey, what's going on, man? Super excited to be here as usual. Dude, the Emmys are coming. Yes, September they are. 20th. I am super stoked for this, man. Like I said in a previous episode, we may have had kind of like a, a low bar year in terms of like uh, theatrical releases, things coming out in the cinema because of COVID, but television has more than made up for it this year. I mean, we've had some fantastic TV shows come out. And, and it's evolved. Uh, one of my favorites this year is Watchmen, which is leading the pack right now with 26 nominations. I mean, I never thought that I would live to see a day where uh, a comic book based film or a comic book based TV show would not only get made into a successful series, yeah. but that series would then win so, not win, but be nominated for so many Emmy nominations. So I wanted oh, to kind of get your take on this. Like, how do you feel about all this? Well, this is pretty exciting because again, we're living in an age where streaming, like streaming, like Netflix, Watchmen may have been the series of the most categories, but Netflix, all their shows dominated as right. well. And it's it's just a pretty amazing time we're living in where these streaming services are now taking over the Emmys over like live TV and stuff. So it's actually, or cable, I should say. So it's actually pretty, pretty interesting age we're living in now, how everything's evolved. And of course, Emmy's gonna be like, it's going to be like a pretty much a giant zoom call being broadcasted from everybody's houses and stuff so we're, we're we're really really interested and of course i just want to add in here that we are going to do another rapid fire with yes. the Emmys today so that should be an absolute <laughs> blast um but before we go into the major categories as you just pointed out watchmen dominated which is great a dc right. property a graphic novel but Again, me. I'm not being. I'm not a Star Wars fan, but the fact that the Mandalorian has been nominated for several categories, and so is Star Trek Picard. Right. So not only that, comic books, but science fiction, like nerd culture, is taking over the Emmys this year. It's awesome. Nerds are absolutely dominating this year. Man. Yes. I couldn't be uh, prouder if I tried. You know, this is fantastic. <laughs> and that's why we're here. That's why we're talking about the Emmys because this just this nerd cage live, man, worldwide, and now like. The, the fandom has taken over the Emmys. Who knew? I never thought I'd see the day. Right. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And, you know, uh, we are going to dedicate this episode or the majority of this episode to basically our picks, our predictions for who's going to win in each mm -hmm. category. We're basically coming up with our little brackets for each. Yep. And we'll see afterwards, how well we did. So Absolutely. we've got a whole lot to get through. Um, and some of these categories are going to be some tough picks. So Jay, yeah. why don't you lead us, in, you know, and uh, let us know uh, what the first uh, category is going to be. All right. So we're going to hit up uh, best drama. Um, so we have Better Call Saul, The Crown, Handmaid's Tale, Killing Eve, The Mandalorian, Ozark, Stranger Things, and Succession. So I want 
Better call Saul to win, but I think, I think Ozark's going to win. Okay. Okay. And I kind of agree with you. Uh, Ozark was fantastic this year, man. And the cast was absolutely stacked. The story was completely riveting. You know, probably the best season that they've had yet. I'm probably going to predict that Ozark wins. Mm -hmm. Although Succession on HBO has been phenomenal, and yeah. and you know it's it's one of those it's one of those casts where everybody is a superstar in it, and I would not be surprised if that actually uh, that actually took the prize. Okay, what do we got next? All right, next is comedy series. So we have Curb Your Enthusiasm. Dead to Me, The Good Place, Insecure, The Kaminsky Method, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Schitt's Creek, and What We Do in the Shadows. Okay, what do you got? Uh, I'm gonna predict, hmm, there, and to be honest, I haven't seen all of these. Yeah, same of, here. Out of the ones that I've seen, I'm gonna predict that it's, it's gonna be The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yep. Because I think they've won before, too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, Rachel Brosnahan, you know, does a great job in the title role. Uh, Sterling K. Brown is on uh, this season. Mm -hmm. He's doing a great job. And I, I think that it's very likely that they're going to win. What do you think? I'm thinking Shit's Creek because everybody, like, I've had three or four people this week tell me about the show, and I haven't watched it. So that's why I'm leaning towards Shit's Creek. As far as who I want to win, uh... I'm gonna say curb your enthusiasm just because I think uh, Larry David's. I'm a, I'm a Seinfeld fan, so right. Larry David is, is a funny is a funny man. So I, I I want curb your enthusiasm to win. Yeah, I'd really like Insecure to win. I don't know if you've seen that, but uh, it stars an actress called Is Issa Rae, and I think that she developed the show. Okay, that's another really good show on HBO. If you get a chance to watch that on HBO Max, I recommend it. Okay, absolutely. So next we have best limited series, and I already I, I, I'm hell bent on this one. So we have uh, Little Fires Everywhere, Miss, Mrs. America, Unbelievable, Unorthodox, and Watchmen. I think, and I want Watchmen, hands down. Dang, I agree with you 100. That is the best show on television mm -hmm. this year, hands yes. down. There's no nothing else compares to it. So I'm gonna say Watchmen as well. Okay, we got through that one pretty quick. What we got next? Yeah, rapid fire, man. So, lead actor in a drama series. Uh, Jason Bateman, Ozark. Mm -hmm. uh, Sterling K. Brown, This Is Us. Steve Carell, The Morning Show. He's amazing in that. Brian yeah. Cox, Succession. Billy Porter, Pose. Jeremy Strong, Succession. This is probably the toughest one out of all, all the ones that I've looked at so far because I've watched pretty much all these shows. And I wouldn't be mad if any of these uh, actors won, but I'm going to go ahead and say Jason Bateman for Ozark. I agree. I'm yeah. I'm 100% I'm in on Jason Bateman. He yeah. has to. He has yeah. to. Incredible, and you know, like that. His performance is is just great this year. And uh, so, lead actress in a drama series: Jennifer Aniston, The Morning Show; Olivia Coleman, The Crown; Jodie Comer, Killing Eve. Laura Linney, Ozark, mm -hmm. Sandra O, oh, Killing Eve, and Zendaya for Euphoria. What do you think? Uh, just because she's America's sweetheart for many, many, many years, I think right. Jennifer Aniston's going to win. Okay. Well, who I want to win, Laura Linney. Okay. 
And I and I agree on both counts. I, I think that it's either going to be Jennifer Aniston or Olivia Coleman. Olivia Coleman yeah. plays uh, the queen in uh, in The Crown, and she did a great okay. job this year. Um, you know, she uh, I think she won either a Golden Globe or an Oscar or both for the favorite last year. Yeah, fantastic actress. So I think that it's probably going to be her. But uh, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if it was Jennifer Aniston. She turned in an amazing performance for the morning show. But I'm with you. I think uh, Laura Lenny, you know, that's my favorite. That would, you yeah. know, if, if I was judging it, it would be Laura Lenny for sure. Okay, rapid fire, rapid fire. So we got best actor in a comedy series. This one's tough. Going down the list here, Anthony Anderson for Blackish, Don Cheadle for Black Monday, uh, Ted Danson for The Good Place, Michael Douglas in there for the the Kaminsky method, uh, right. Eugene Levy, Schitt's Creek, and Rami Yusuf for uh, Rami. Whew, that's this is tough. Um, <laughs> I, I haven't seen all these shows, but I'm familiar with everybody that's on there. Right. Um, I think Don Cheadle's gonna win, uh, but I want Anthony Anderson to win because that man's been making me laugh for years. Right. I also think it's gonna be Don Cheadle, and I want it to be Don Cheadle. Black Monday's okay. a great comedy. He's great in it. Um, you know, he's he definitely deserves it. Ted Danson would also be a good pick. You know, even though The Good Place, that final season wasn't the best, he actually turned in a fantastic performance. So I, I think it's gonna be one of those two. Okay, okay. All right, so moving right along, lead actress in a comedy series, Christina Applegate, Dead to Me, Rachel Brosnahan for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, mm -hmm. uh, Linda Cardellini, Dead to Me, Catherine O'Hara, Schitt's Creek, Issa Rae, Insecure, Tracy Ellis Ross for Blackish. What do you think? Uh, I, I've been a fan of Christina Applegate for years. I grew up right. in a household of married with children, so I want her to win. But I'm going to say Rachel Brosnahan from Marvelous Miss Maisel is going to win because that show is very reputable. It won last, last season, very well could win again. I agree. I agree. And she was great, you know, in this season as well. I mean, she's just fantastic in the role. You know, she, she basically owns that role. So I, I think it's going to be her also. Okay. We're agreeing on a lot of these. I thought we would be like... Uh, well, there's a few differences here, <laughs> yeah. but it'll be, it'll be fun to see how our predictions turn out. That's that's going to be the episode to watch is our prediction. Yeah. When the, at the, Which the ones weekend we after it airs to see who was right. Right. Okay, so now we have Best Actor in a Limited Series. Um, This one's... Whew, this one's stacked. Jeremy yes. Irons for Watchmen. That's who I want and think will win. I'm, I'm going with that one, hands down. But then he, but he's going against Hugh Jackman for Bad Education. Right. That's where he plays the principal, right? That's right. And then we have uh, Paul Mescal and Jeremy Pope and Mark Ruffalo. So that's that's a pretty stacked competition. But I'm going with Jeremy Irons because uh, because Watchmen, hands down, was the best show on one of the best shows on TV last year. So what do you got? I'm gonna pick Jeremy Irons because out of this uh, list in this category, Watchmen is the only one that I actually watched. I'll be honest with you. I, I'm sure that Hugh Jackman turned in a fantastic performance. Mark Ruffalo is a favorite, uh, but Jeremy Irons. I mean, what can you what can you say about him that has <laughs> he was him? so bizarre? He's just show. like amazing. You know what I mean? Like he, you know, he is was the living embodiment of Adrian Veidt in that. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, I'm hoping that he wins it, and I honestly think that he is going to be the. Favorite. 
It's going to be a travesty. If Watchmen doesn't win, like, a number of these categories, it'll be a travesty. They're, they're nominated for 26. I, I think some of these have to win. Yeah. All right, so moving on. We have Best Actress in the Limited Series. Now we have uh, Kate uh, Blanket. Uh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Uh, Shira Haas, Regina King. That's my pick. Again, I'm sticking with Watchmen. I think she's going to win, and I want her to win. Regina King, she, was, she, she kicked ass. She brought the drama. I love it. She was great. Uh, Octavia Spencer for Self Made and Carrie Washington, who I believe has won before for mm -hmm. uh, Little Fires Everywhere. Okay. I think it's going to be Regina King. Yeah. You know, I you don't have a Watchmen TV series without Sister Midnight, but she yep. was perfect for that role. I mean, yeah. she carried the, the series in a lot of ways. She did. And so, you know, I, I, I think that she's definitely going to, she's definitely going to be the one, you know, mark my words. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I think that she's going to be the one to win it. Yeah, absolutely. What do you got next? All right. Supporting actor in a drama series. Giancarlo Esposito, one of my favorite actors yes. of all time. Better Call Saul. Mm -hmm. Bradley Whitford, The Handmaid's Tale. Billy Crudup, The Morning Show. And he was great in that. Mark yep. Duplass, The Morning Show. That's Nicholas cool. Braun, Succession. Kieran Culkin, Succession. Uh, Matthew McFadden. Success. Three successions in there, yeah. man. I mean, I'm telling you, it's a great show. And Jeffrey Wright for Westworld. I don't oh, know if I can pick This him. is tough. Listen, <laughs> I, I'm going with Giancarlo Esposito. I'm thinking he won and he will win because he did not get nominated when when he was with Breaking Bad. Right. Now he's got a second chance. He's got to do it. He's got to do it. He's. I mean, I love the... Gustavo is a great villain. Um... He's a scary villain. Now he, he, it's just amazing how he can play like the 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 happy-go-lucky, um, the fried chicken restaurant owner to right. going from this 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 this, this madman, this this mob boss, like out for blood. I mean, oh my god, I, I Gus is the man. I, I I can't in the right mind. I know he's up against a, a stacked competition, but he's got to win, man. I agree. You know, on this we agree, and I've said before in previous episodes. Everything that he is a part of is automatically elevated by his presence. Yes. I mean, he is one of the best actors uh, out working today. And like you said, Gustavo Fring is a fantastic character. He breathes life into that character and makes that show what it is. And so I, I agree with you. I think it's going to be Giancarlo Esposito, and that's who I want it to be. Absolutely. Here we go. Best supporting actors in a drama. Uh... Laura Dern for Big Little Lies, Meryl Streep for Big Little Lies. Wow, in there twice for Big Little Lies. And then we got Alhina Bonham Carter for The Crown, uh, Samira Wiley for Handmaid's Tale. Oh my gosh, that's like my mom's show there. Mm -hmm. uh, that's Fiona a good show. Shaw. <laughs> Fiona <laughs> Shaw for Killing Eve. Julia Gardner, Ozark, young actress. Yeah. He's going against his competition. And then uh, Sarah Snook for Succession and uh, Sandy Newman, uh, Newton for Westworld. So right off the hand, just because it's just because of the name, I think Meryl Streep's gonna win. But I I am rooting hard for Julia Gardner to win. Yeah, Meryl Streep is gonna be the the one to beat for sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, this is this is ultimate. They're going up. Go ahead. I'm sorry. If, I'm just gonna say if, if if whoever if Meryl Streep loses in this category, this is gonna be a huge upset. Huge upset. Oh yeah. Me. I mean, you know how you know everybody else is going up against a living legend. You know what I mean with yeah. Meryl Streep, and so. I, I, I do think that it probably will go to her, 
but who I want it to go to is probably going to be uh, Hel- Helena Bonham Carter. Okay. Um, she played, is it Princess I didn't know Margaret? she was still active and like, you know. Oh, yeah. And she's great on that show. You I know, bet. Fantastic on that show. So I, I would want her to win, but I do think it's going to be Meryl Streep. And shout out to the rest of the nominees. I mean, that is a stacked yeah. category. Everybody they, everybody in this category is fantastic. And I wouldn't be mad if if I'm wrong and Sarah yeah. Snook or Tandy Newton wins. All right, Mark, what do you got next? All right, so supporting actor in a comedy series. Andre Brower for Brooklyn Nine-Nine. William Jackson wow. Harper for The Good Place, Alan Arkin, The Kaminsky Method, Sterling K. Brown, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Tony Shalhoub, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Mahershala Ali, Raimi, uh, Keenan Thompson, Saturday Night Live, and Dan Levy for Schitt's Creek. Who you got? Oh, I almost wanted to change my mind at the last minute. Um... I almost want to say Andre uh, Andre for uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine because Brooklyn Nine Nine is a strong it's a show it's it's, it's still going and it's going right. strong and, that, and that's mainstream TV. But I'm going to say Sterling K. Brown for the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. But who I want to win, I'm going to go with my man Mahershala Ali. He's my man, dude. I'm working yeah. with him. Yeah. Again, another one of my favorites is Mahershala Ali, but. You know, it's this is really tough, man. Like yeah. Sterling K. Brown is like a breakout star this year. I mean, he's doing a whole lot with like This Is Us and The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Mm-hmm. You know, he's you know he's another one that is somewhat unsung but is starting to get his due. And so I think that it might be him. But you know, also Tony Shalhoub, man. I mean, how yeah. you know how are you going to go up against the guy like that? So. You know, I, I think it's going to be one of those two, and I'm I'm going to say, I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say it's going to going to be Sterling K. Brown. Okay. Now we got best supporting actress in the comedy series. This one's a little bit interesting. We have Betty uh, Gilpin for Glow, which okay. I wasn't a big fan of that show. I I tried. <laughs> uh, Darcy uh, Cardin for The Good Place. Uh, Yvonne uh, Orgy for Insecure. Alex Bornstein for the Mars Mrs. Maisel, and the Mars Mrs. Maisel again for uh, Mar- Marin Hinkle, uh, Kate uh, Mc- uh, McKinnon for Saturday Night Live, and Cecily Strong for Saturday Night Live, and then Annie uh, Murphy for Schitt's Creek. I'm just gonna say it's gonna be it's gonna be one of them for Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. But I think one one of them are gonna win. Yeah, I think it's gonna be Alex Borstein, honestly, for Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yeah, that's what I think too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I don't really have any, I'm not really rooting for anybody in particular here because I haven't really watched enough of any of these, but if I, if I'm picking right now, I'm going to say it like you said, Alex Bornstein. Yeah. So supporting actor in a limited series or movie, Dylan McDermott, Hollywood, Jim Parsons, Hollywood, Titus Burgess, the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Kimmy versus the Reverend, Yahya Abdul-Mateen II for Watchmen. Uh, is this Joven Adepo for Watchmen? Louis Gossett Jr. for Watchmen. Three Watchmen man. in this one, man. man. Okay, I, I'm going to Yaya Abdul Mateen the socket has to win, man, because that takes guts right. to bear all the way he did <laughs> and put on performance the way he did, keeping his composure the way he did. I. And not to mention, shout out, he was great in Aquaman. Like, 
th this dude's got chops and it's been a real pleasure watching his work so far i'm i think he will win and i am rooting for him to win i gotta go with lewis gossett jr man you, you gotta go with the living legend. Come on, dude. Like, I, I really think that it's gonna be him, you know, especially in that role, even though it was a smaller smaller role than, than Yahya Abdul-Mateen's role, it was mm -hmm. still like a, a pivotal role in the series. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I think he did a fantastic job. I, I predict it's gonna be him. Okay, either, but either way, we're, we're picking different Watchmen, but Watchmen is gonna be the at, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that's going to be the, the, the one to beat for sure. All right, moving right along. Uh, supporting actress in a limited series or movie. Holland Taylor, Hollywood. Uzo Aduba, Mrs. America. Margot Martindale, Mrs. America. Tracy Ullman, Mrs. America. Uh, Tony, Col Tony Collette, Unbelievable. And Gene Smart for Watchmen. All right, who's your pick? Gene Smart. Okay. I'm going. I'm going Watchmen just because I'm going, going Watchmen, Watchmen all the way. Watchmen all the way on this one. Yeah, on this one I'm gonna have to break with you. I gotta go with Margot Martindale. She's another one that's just everything that she's in it become automatically gets better because she's in it. And uh, Mrs. America, even though I've only watched a few episodes of it, there's yeah. no exception. I mean, she's fantastic in it. So I really think it's gonna be her. All right, so those are all of our picks for the major categories. So let us know in the comments who you guys want to win, who you got. So we are on record now. We've made our predictions. So, so again, the the week after September twentieth or whatever, we're gonna we're gonna see who's right, who's wrong. We are most looking forward to these results, man. And I'm gonna, you know, we're gonna be in, waiting in anticipation. Absolutely, man. I am more than excited to to watch this. It's going to be super different than, you know, any other time that we've watched it because all of the nominees are going to be on one massive Zoom call. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and, we get, you know, we're going to get to see how that kind of works out. How are they going to do yeah. their acceptance speeches and all that? So it'll be great. It'll be like, you know, like I said, I mentioned in the live stream, it's just like the NFL draft this year. Like that, I'm, it was amazing the NFL pulled off the way they did. And I think the rest of the world was watching like, okay, we can do this. Right, so, right. So, yeah, it'll be it'll be cool, but yeah, it just I feel bad for some of these people who are going to win. They're not going to be able to walk the stage and get their award. They're going to have to wait for it to come in the mail by via FedEx. You know, like yeah, it's not going to be the same. You know, yeah, I read it. I read an interesting thing about it is that the the academy the academy hasn't even decided yet whether or not they want the acceptance speeches pre-recorded. I hope they don't do that because yeah, because it kills you know, the authenticity. It's going to, exactly, it's going to kill the vibe if everybody already knows who won. You know what I mean? And yeah. then they have to sit through this Zoom call like, I know I didn't win. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So hopefully <laughs> they, they don't ruin it for, for them and for us. So, but I'll be interested to see it either way. It's going to be, it's going to be an adventure. Okay, so before we go, we want to share a review with you. We uh, both recently just watched uh, Yip Man Part 4, the finale, which yes. is available now on Netflix. And, uh, yeah, I'm glad I waited to watch it. So, uh, Mark, I want to lead the way. What were your thoughts on uh, Yip Man 4, you being the uh, martial arts cons cons uh, <laughs> the consigliere of martial yes, arts. Yes, of martial arts, yes. <laughs> so, so I, you know, I, I wrote like a short review uh, on, on this earlier this week. Mm -hmm. And um, 
you know, in that I kind of explained that the martial arts part of it, the fight scenes, um, everything regarding, you know, Kung Fu and, and the, all of different philosophies that yeah. go with it are, are as good as any of the other Ip Man uh, stories in the saga. But this particular one, like, story-wise, plot-wise, it wasn't quite as good. I thought the yeah. acting really lackluster. Um, it just wasn't, it didn't live up to my expectations, you know, like definitely wasn't as good as the first one. Yeah, although, the first three for that matter. Right, yeah. And, you know, although, you know, you had some great performances from Donnie Yen. And yep, from, and from uh, I, I can't remember the actor's name, but he plays Bruce Lee in the film. Yes. I mean, he's he was just like amazing, like looks like him, moves like him, you know, like and, and you know, that withstanding, it just wasn't really it just wasn't really as good as I had hoped to. Although although Scott Atkins is in it and yep. and, you know, he's like, you know, one of the one of the best uh I fight choreographers, fight yes. scene experts, you know, so, you know, his presence in it actually did make it a little more exciting in that. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, he made a great villain. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, on a scale from A to F, I'd give it like a C, a C plus, something like that. You know, what yeah. did you think? Okay, I'm, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take a little further. I'm gonna break it down a little more. Um, first and foremost, I did watch the Cantonese version. Um, now, me being a fan of Asian cinema and Godzilla movies and Jack Chan movies, and one one common trope here is Asian cinema really really has bad Caucasian actors, and this 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 one really bled through that the, right. the Americans in these movies were were not only portrayed okay the the way they were portrayed to me was kind of comical, but right. but but saying those performances from all all of them were bad, really yes. bad, really really off putting. Um, now, as far as the martial arts go, fantastic. The martial arts scenes were great. I do have a problem with some some of the shots were painfully obvious wire work, like painfully yes. obvious. Like there was a couple shots in the Bruce Lee Alley scene were clearly wire work, and like I'm like, come on, man. I was expecting a little bit more out of that. Um, now you mentioned the the guy who played Bruce Lee. Well, here's the thing. I'm gonna he go ahead and look it up. Look, okay, so yeah, go ahead. While you do that, but my name. Yeah, yeah. So. Again, I agree he did a good job, but the thing is, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is still fresh in my mind. And mm -hmm. say what you want about the Bruce Lee scene, but that portrayal of Bruce Lee was a lot more, as far as like his demeanor and the way he yeah. looked, was more accurate to me. That looked and acted like Bruce Lee to me compared to the, the gentleman here that played Bruce Lee in the Japan 4. My other problem is I wanted to see more Bruce Lee in this movie. Bruce Lee was basically an afterthought in this film. Right. I mean, he had that one fight scene in the alley and that was just, just about it. Yeah, um, and I hated the setup for that. You know, yeah. like it was, it it didn't make sense to me. You know what I mean? Like without trying to kind of spoil it for anybody, you know, there's sort of a scene where they, you know, like Bruce's students get challenged by- yep, a in, a, in a restaurant. School, yep. In a restaurant and they all go outside and rather than the students take on these other students, which is what you would expect, mm -hmm. it's just this sort of like breakaway scene where the actor, his name is uh, Danny Kwok Kwan Chan. Okay. Fights 
some other, you know, just like somebody that just comes out of the alley kind of randomly yeah. almost. And it just doesn't make sense. I mean, it's a yeah. fun fight scene to watch, but it just didn't really make a whole lot of sense. It was like, let's just showcase this like Bruce Lee-esque type of scene just because we yeah. can. And it didn't really serve any narrative purpose. And I had a real problem with that. Yeah, and like I said, I mean, I'll give the martial arts, if it wasn't worth some of the wire work shots, I give the martial arts an eight out of 10. The acting, uh, again, Nagas, Donnie Yen did great. Donnie Yen was the best part about the movie, but everybody else, especially the Caucasian actors, man, and even Scott Atkins, you know, is not the greatest actor either. Right. I mean, I have to go with like two or three out of 10. Now the story, I'll give the story a seven or eight because the story was good. The execution was not. Right. But overall, um, I will say this though. I'm glad I waited for Netflix to have it because if I paid, you know, the t- 10 bucks to rent it when it first came out, <laughs> I would have been pissed. Yeah, so same again, here. If you're, if you're expecting this to be as good as the first three, you're in for a disappointment, but it is worth the watch. I, I, I say it's worth the watch because it, it does complete the story of Yip Man. It does, but it's just could have been executed better. Um, and yeah, that's all I got on it. I would agree with that. I, I would say this is the type of movie that you want to just kind of turn your brain off yep. and just focus on the action, focus on the martial arts aspect of it. You know, uh, the minute you start to like really like take a look at the acting and the dialogue and stuff like that, you it, it, it does take you out of the movie somewhat. And so, yeah, I mean, it, it's worth it you know it's worth a couple of hours of your time if you've seen the other it man films yeah. just finish it out and watch this mm-hmm. one but otherwise you know it's not something i would recommend to somebody who hasn't watched the rest of the story yeah and again it, and one last thing in, in conclusion here uh, i just want to say it is fascinating to see donnie yen go up against scott atkins at the end yeah um it was kind of a matchup I always kind of want in the back of my mind. I kind of wanted to see, so I was pleased that we got that. Uh, Donnie Yen's, he's had a tremendous career. Um, I remember the first time I saw Donnie Yen. Um, I'm a diehard Highlander fan. The fourth Highlander movie uh, was the first time I saw Donnie Yen. This was back in 2000, actually. Mm-hmm. A young Donnie Yen went toe-to-toe with Adrian Paul. Um, Adrian Paul using his hungar. Right. And and Donnie Yen with his wind chun, that was it was as bad as that movie was. That fight scene was great. And then Donnie Yen, I saw I see Donnie Yen two years later in Blade Two, which he did all the fight career for that right. whole movie. Mm-hmm. And then of course he went up against Jackie Chan in, in Shanghai Nights. Jackie Chan was past his prime at that point, but it was cool to see Jackie Chan and, and Donnie Yen square off. So uh, my hat goes off to Donnie Yen. He's a tremendous oh, an Iron Monkey. That's his. Yes. That's his like. That's what I that's was gonna best. say. Yeah. Iron Monkey's his best work, but like, hats off to Don Yen. He's had had a tremendous career so far, and the Yip Man s- series is his his series. So Absolutely. again, um, it, it's too too bad part four was was underwhelming, but Yip Man as a series overall, great. It, it's fantastic. Right. Absolutely. I I would agree with that. So. <laughs> yeah, rapid fire. I think we did pretty good. Yeah, we hopefully good. we stayed under the half hour. If not, you know. <laughs> we tried. All <laughs> <We're> right. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, as of this recording, we are at 90 subscribers. So thank you. We only need 10 more to get to 100. So thank you to everyone out there supporting us. And thank you for everyone that came to the live stream last Thursday. My God, that, that couldn't have gone any better. And we got another great one coming up this coming Thursday. Yeah, and speaking of uh, live events, you know, if you haven't heard yet, you know, we've been kind of 
you know, singing this from the rooftops for the past yes. like week or two. Uh, Master Daniel Piscina is going to be visiting us on Thursday, August the 20th. Uh, it's going to be a live session. You guys can uh, visit, you know, chat, uh, ask him questions. I know that we have a lot of questions. And listen, if you can't make it, send your questions to us. Right. If you want to send them ahead of time, we'll ask yeah. on your behalf. You know, we are are more than excited to have him here. It's a huge honor for anybody who doesn't know who he is. This is the original uh, Johnny Cage, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, Reptile from the Mortal Kombat video games. And uh, he was pivotal in its creation. And uh, he's still a master martial artist today, one of the best in the world. And so we're, we're really happy and excited to have him. So, you know, if you, you know, if you're so inclined, tune in on August 20th and, you know, come join us. Yeah, 8 p.m. Eastern, it's gonna be a blast. So if you got questions, Mortal Kombat, martial arts, and some action films, this is, this is gonna be a great session. We are most looking forward to this. Yes. Um, yes, but anyway, we appreciate everybody's support. So before we go, we ask you to pretty please, like, comment, subscribe, ring that bell, spread this shit like syphilis. So to you, I say from Syracuse, New York, to Louisville and all of our friends around the world at Nerd Cage Live, Enjoy life, stay safe, and good night. Sayonara. Ooh, trying to get out of the nerd cage, are ya? Well, before you go, hit that subscribe button. And if you're really intrigued, ring that bell. Thank you for dropping by. Until next time, Tell everyone you know about Nerd Cage Live! <laughs>